You're listening to Collective Practice, a podcast for mental health entrepreneurs who dare to dream, create, and grow your business. I'm Lauren Spaulding, marriage and family therapist and business consultant. I'm on a mission to create abundant success for those in the helping profession who strive to tear down barriers around mental wellness and create healing opportunities for all. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. Let's jump right in. Hello, you charming and determined cactus flower. Welcome back to the Collective Practice Podcast. I'm Lauren Spaulding, and this is a podcast for mental health entrepreneurs, where we talk about our clinical skills, our business skills, and our own mental health. And today, I want to talk about failure. Now, I don't know many people in private practice who do not have a fear of failure. I don't know many people who have a transition in any way with their job, whether it's starting a new job or taking a risk with your job and not having a sense of fear come up around the idea of failing. It's a natural thing that we do. It's something that our mind does to protect us and keep us safe. And it's important for us to understand how to manage that as it pops up in our business building. So there are two things that you can do when you are experiencing a fear of failure or when you do feel like you failed at something. The first thing is to use that failure or fear of failure as a motivator. So what I mean by that is rather than thinking this is a enemy or a block for me or something that I have to get rid of in order to succeed, embrace it as something that is just going to naturally happen as you move into private practice or move into a new phase of your business and ask that part of you to join the team. So if I were to sit with my fear of failure, here's what I would notice. Oh, I look so zen doing that on camera, don't I? <laughs> okay, so when I think about processing fear of failure, there's some questions that come to mind to help me get that part of me on my team and feel more like I'm aligned with that part of me rather than fighting it. First question is, what is the fear? What would be so bad about failing? For me, the answer is that failure would mean I didn't reach the impact that I hope to achieve. I feel like it is my purpose in life and my biggest passion to empower others and to be a part of their success, whether that is successfully improving their therapeutic issues and reaching those milestones and goals for their mental health or helping other mental health professionals achieve success in their business. I love, love, love lifting someone up and helping them tap into their own internal strength. And so the idea of failing feels really like it cuts deep on, oh my gosh, that mean I didn't get to achieve my purpose. I didn't get to 
live out my passion of how I want to help others. Okay, cool. So now we kind of like peeled back a layer of the onion and that makes total sense why this part of me wants to protect me and keep me from failing. So the next question I would ask is, are there any needs here? Are there any personal needs, whether that's relational needs or career needs that maybe I need to put in place or maybe I haven't been giving enough attention to? So for me, the need is encouragement, support, and comfort. And so this part of me is saying, make sure you're always tapping into your people. Remind yourself that you're not alone in this and that even when you feel like you're failing, other people can see from a different angle and can see how you succeeded or how you learned or how you are still going, whatever that might be. And another question I might ask this part of me is, what would you like your role to be? If it wasn't to just obsessively think about failing or make me freeze whenever fear of failure comes up, what would you rather be doing? What would you like your role to be as a teammate? For me, that answer is maybe instead of this part of me being like this big kind of steel dome that comes over me and stops me from doing anything, if it could like instead kind of be like bumper guards, like I still want to be here. I still want to make sure you're making good decisions for yourself and for your business. I don't want you to go rogue or make a really reactive, poor decision. So like, can I be, can I be the guards here? Heck yeah. Fear of failure, be my guards. Help me to make good decisions. Help me to trust my gut, to do research, to, um, to take risks knowing that there are guards in place, that I can listen to warning signs that I'm moving in the wrong direction. So what happens when you sit with that fear of failure? What do you notice comes up? What do you notice is the true fear underneath that? And what are some needs that you have around that? Is there another way that fear of failure could feel like a teammate rather than an enemy? So the next thing that I want you to consider is reframing failure and thinking about it more as information and data rather than a hit on your confidence or a hit on your business. And in that sense, you never actually fail because if something doesn't work out or if something doesn't go through, it's just information that something needs to change or pivot. So if I'm putting together a training and I'm marketing it a certain way and I don't get any signups for that training, that doesn't mean I failed because I'm going to promote that training again. And what I'm doing is instead of saying, well, I failed, screw that, not doing it again, I shouldn't do, I shouldn't be a trainer. I shouldn't teach I shouldn't teach people. I'm going to take the data and do something different to put butts in those seats for the next training. So do I need to focus on where I was marketing and what my marketing strategy was? Do I need a different plan for promoting this training? 
do I need to change up how I'm describing the training? Do I need to change the population that I'm marketing to? Whatever it might be, all I'm doing is taking in what happened as data. All right, no one signed up, so what do I need to focus on to get signups next time? If the, in that sense, if I remove the word failure from my vocabulary as an entrepreneur, I am always moving forward. Nothing is going to be seen as taking steps back or going off course. I don't fail unless I stop. So if I'm trying to fill this training and I don't get signups and I just stop and say, all right, I'm just going to go back to focusing on my one-on-one -on -one services, then yeah, it's going to be implanted in my brain that I failed. But if I keep going, if I change the ways that I need to, if I pivot in the ways that make sense for better success in the future, I didn't fail. It just was that something didn't work. Fear of failure comes when we are taking risks. It's just going to be there, whether you acknowledge it or not. It is a part of working for yourself. It is a part of creating something yourself. It is a part of putting yourself out there. All of that is scary and risk-taking and high reward comes with high risk. So the question is, what are you going to do with that fear of failure? Are you going to let it just wash over you and bend you till you break? Or are you going to find a way that it fits with your business. So I want you to take some time to journal on this. Take some time to meditate on your business, to just be with yourself as a mental health professional. See if you can just spend a little bit of time with any negative cognitions or limiting beliefs that come up around failure. And maybe ask those questions that I mentioned earlier in the podcast. And just see what comes up. See how that impacts the way that your mindset sh shifts and the way that you show up to your business. As always, thank you so much for taking some time to listen to me today. I love spending time with you. Make sure you're following me on social medias. I'm really bad at plugging those, but all the links are all the things are down in the description. And check out the free business masterclass. It's all about marketing your private practice and creating a business plan. It's going to be so helpful for you. You can find it at my website, laurenspalding.co. And I'll see you next week. Bye. As we wind down from this episode, take a moment to reflect on your key takeaways. How can you care for your business and yourself this week? Don't forget, you are awesome and worthy of a hugely successful career. I hope to help you and support you along the way. I'll see you in the Collective Practice Facebook group and in the masterclass. Visit laurenspalding.co for more details. Talk to you soon, friend.